Hi everyone, welcome and happy Woo Woo Wednesday, baby. Okay, so listen, originally today we were going to explore the complexities of connection, as I hinted in last week's episode, but as I always say, if you want to make spirit laugh, make a plan. I really need to start taking my own advice. So here we are, we're still going to deliver some good Woo Woo vibes regardless, um, we're just going to pivot slightly. Um, and take this as an opportunity to connect with you all about my own woo-woo lifestyle choices and how it impacts my work behind the chair, because obviously it does. Um, so as a stylist and salon owner, my goals in no particular order are um, sustainability, clean, low-tox products and environment, and obviously like happy clients. That one is particular as hell. That's number one. Um, but yeah, um, as most of you know, I have recently partnered with Co as my retail line. And I'm gonna kind of skim over this because I'm not trying to make this shit sound sponsored. I mean, unless, little eyeball emoji at um, Co. Uh, but moral of the story, partnered with Co because of their brand values, which is they're cruelty-free, vegan-friendly, low-tox, and all of their bottles are at least 10% post-consumer waste. So a little recycling sleigh. Um, as most of you know, or maybe you don't, let me just fill you in and put you on real quick. I have a promotion in the salon where if you bring back your empty bottles cleaned out, you get 10% off your replacements. Um, we love a little incentive. I'm just subtly gaslighting you all into recycling. No big deal. Um, I collect these bottles and then I turn them in to be disposed of correctly. Just watching our carbon footprint here, okay? Um, I read this study like several years ago about hair salons and the waste that they produce. Um, and it really changed the way I went about doing hair from that moment on. Um, it was like hundreds of thousands of pounds each day from the beauty industry. Um, and obviously as one tiny little salon owned and operated by me, we're not producing nearly as much waste as a larger salon with multiple stylists. And although we may just be a tiny little drop in the pond, I really do try my best to be as low waste as possible. Another thing um, is the low tox. That's something that's pretty high up on the list. Um, because there are several studies coming out that are linking hairstylists to having higher rates of ovarian and bladder cancers. And isn't that just a wonderful thought? Um, but you know, when you breathe in chemicals all day, every day, that shit is gonna catch up to you. Um, and honestly, oh my gosh, the people in my building must think I'm absolutely crazy for like several reasons, but um, after a long lightning service, I will always step outside and yeah, most of the time it also includes me putting my face in the sun and potentially even taking my shoes off to get my dogs on the earth. What about it? Okay, um, I'm gonna do my thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if any other hairstylists can relate. I really hope they can because if not, I should probably look into this a little bit more seriously. Um, but after a full highlight on a thick head of hair, my chest will get so tight and like I can taste the lightener in my mouth a little bit and I kind of get lightheaded. Um, yeah, the more I say this out loud, it's like making me realize how concerning it truly is. Yeah, so anyway, um, this is why I partner with brands like RN Color, which is RN Coast Color Wine, and Kevin Murphy for all of my chemical services. These aren't the only brands that are out there that are low tox. These are just the ones that I've decided to invest in for my clients um, and myself. Um, obviously with that, I, I choose the word invest for a very specific reason. They are a little bit more expensive, but here's the deal. 
I cannot afford to not take care of myself. Being around chemicals all day is going to have some sort of effect on me. I mean, arguably it already has, according to like the one and a half brain cells I have left, just like noodling around up there. Um, if we don't have our health, then what do we have? You know? So my theory is that even if someday all the chemicals catch up to me, and even if this job makes me sick, at least I tried. I don't know. I really hate to even like think about that, but moral of the story is I think it is so important to invest in low-tox products, not only for myself, but for you as well. And it brings me a lot of ease knowing that I'm not exposing anyone to any harsh chemicals like PPDs or hormone disruptors. So um, also with that, like my salon smells completely different than any other salon, and I'm not just talking about the incense. Um, when the incense smell dissipates, there's never any sort of like harsh chemical smell coming from the salon, period. Um, because I will not be wrapping a perm. That shit stinks um, and it lingers so hard. So no. Um, but most importantly, um, with all of that, you know, little low tox and also um, uh, sustainability a little bit, uh, the environment that we're creating in the salon is like also top tier. I I don't want to like place any like certain value on these things because they're all just like equally important to me. Um, but yeah, so a large part of my priority is just centered on the environment that we're creating in the salon. And as most of you or some of you, I guess, may know or maybe you've picked up on, I have an unofficial slogan for the salon. Uh, which is all of you is welcome, accepted, and celebrated here. And this is something that I have come to live by. Throughout my journey, I've been on a mission to create a safe space for all together. I spend most of my time at the salon, so I found it so important to make it a space that I just love to be in. Every little decoration and every detail in the salon brings me so much joy. And my salon space truly nurtures my creativity, and I just really freaking love being there. Um, and it also just feels so good to have people share in that experience and um, share that it makes them feel the same way that it makes me feel. It's just safe. Um, behind the chair, I love to bring in little woo-woo things here and there in a very subtle way. Um, okay, sometimes not so subtle. The incense get loud, I'm not gonna lie. Um, like everyone that works in the cherry building has to know when I get in for the day, they can probably smell me. They probably all hate me. Um, but my favorite thing to like really go all woo-woo about is how our hair holds energy. And when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. Maybe that's why I wanted to shave my head after my last, re last relationship ended. I'm gonna have to dive into that in therapy next week. Um, no, but for real, haircuts are so symbolic to me and they carry an immense amount of weight in my eyes. Um, typically our hair grows like a half of an inch every month and I feel like that's even even less than that but we're gonna go with it um so imagine someone coming in and chopping off like five inches of their hair that's a lot of life to be leaving behind um and one of my favorite questions i get as a stylist is how often or when should we be cutting our hair um so let me just tell you uh the stylist in me is going to tell you every eight to twelve weeks depending on your lifestyle but the woo-woo hippie in me is going to tell you to look at the moon duh also, speaking of the moon, we have a new moon in Aquarius this Friday, February 9th, so get your manifestation journals out and tap into that creativity. Um, okay, sorry, back to my point. 
Um, it's rumored that cutting your hair in between the new moon and the full moon will cause your hair to grow back faster after it's cut. And the opposite if you cut between the full moon and the new moon. So with that taken into consideration, if you want your hair to grow back fast after your haircut, book an appointment now during the new moon. Oh my gosh, random thought, intrusive thought, we're going to put it in this podcast. This is raw. Um, (laughs) If you book an appointment, if you book a haircut appointment after listening to this podcast episode in the um, comments for staff section, put in like new moon 10 in the comments and I'll give you 10% off your services because at the end of the day, I am a businesswoman. Do not hate the play. I hate the game. Okay. Slay. Um, anyway, <laughs> where the fuck was I? Um, yeah. So according to the moon phase or what the moon's doing, your hair could potentially grow back faster or slower. That's just, you know, take it for what it's worth. I don't know if it's actually true. Um, but yeah, so I've actually had the honor of holding and assisting in two full moon ceremonies for, um, clients who are ready to release the memories stored within their hair. And, um, I did like a huge top for both of them, uh, which was just such a magical experience. But besides, you know, stuff like that, I can't tell you the amount of times I've had the honor of giving someone a whole glow up after a big life change, regardless of what the moon was doing. Um, And this is truly one of my favorite parts about my job. Um, Our hair is in a constant cycle of growth and renewal, which is sort of like symbolic of the journey of our lives. Um, Because of this, we are always shedding hair and also like things that no longer serve us. We're not just talking about hair here, clearly. Um, If you guys are anything like me, my hair tends to shed more rapidly when I'm high stress, anxiety, or my hormones are all out of whack. So with that taken into consideration, before I send you home with a product, I'm always going to ask you about your lifestyle, any new medications, birth control, diet changes. For real, I just become like a little hair doctor. But the reason why is because I want to have you explore the root of your hair problem because it might not just be genetics. Is there something like deeper going on that needs our attention? Um, Again, just a hairstylist here. I'm not going to tell you to stop taking your meds or anything, but I just don't want to give you a band-aid solution to something that could be a larger problem. Um, So I guess that's the tea on a woo-woo, crunchy approach to haircuts, shedding, and product usage, I guess. I didn't expect to get that into it, honestly. But hey. Um, Another thing I feel we need to address is hair color, obviously. Um, That's most of what I do every day. So like, how can we apply or approach this in a more woo-woo, hippie way? I don't know about you, but me personally, I associate different colors with different things. Um, This is called um, synesthesia. um, And it's basically like a sensory collaboration where your brain will associate um, different things with different colors. So like for me, it was a big thing in school, like um, high school. Um, Science is blue, math is red, English is yellow. Hot take, I know, but that's what my brain saw. So... Um, if you guys also do this and you have any like, um, color associations that you make, please share that with me. I always, I want to know. Um, but yeah, so like in my opinion or in my little woo-woo hippie, um, opinion, yeah. Um, 
each color carries some sort of like energetic meaning. And I feel as though when we put these colors on our walls or in our hair, we're borrowing the energy that they emit. So a while back, I colored my hair this like pinky orange color. And yeah, I was going through it. Okay, we all have our moments, but let me tell you, it was the moment, okay? Um, I showed one of my friends like right after I did it. And she's of course like a little hippy dippy queen as well. But her response was like, oh my God, yes, sacral chakra slay. And I was like, yeah didn't even think about that when I did it. Um, I was looking back, I was really channeling strictly sacral chakra energy, um, but was like completely unaware of it at the time. And it was truly a very empowering moment. So if you've been considering coloring your hair pink, I think this is your sign. Um, you should definitely do that. Um, but yeah, let's dive into color associations really quick, um, especially in regards to the sh uh, chakra systems within the body. So um, red is associated with our root chakra and often symbolizes power, strength, and excitement. Um, orange is associated with our sacral chakra and is symbolic of confidence and courage. Yellow is associated with the solar plexus and encourages personal power, hope, happiness, and playful energy. Green is um, the heart chakra and is symbolic of growth, love, earth, and balance. Blue is throat chakra and it is symbolic of peace, self-expression, and communication. Indigo is associated with our third eye and it stimulates creative visualizations and intuition. Uh, violet is associated with the crown chakra and is um, linked to spirituality ambition and intuition which leads me to my next point actually um something else i do in the salon is energy work and i'm sure most of you have heard me talk about reiki um, but let me give you a little debrief and insight into what an energy work service looks like so for starters energy work can be added on to any service typically with an add-on i will do the energy work at the shampoo bowl while your toner or treatment mask processes on your hair or if you want to just come in for energy work this is something you have to message me about because I only do this on Sundays. So if you are interested, message me directly. Um, but anyway, the lights will be shut off and the music will be replaced with like a sound bowl um, or my meditation playlist. Um, I always sage or burn incense to start the service. And then before I begin, I always say like a little prayer for lack of better words, but typically sounds something like um, me calling on creator, source guides, ancestors, beings of the highest vibration, um, asking them for their presence, their guidance, um, and support during the clearing process. Um, and then I ask that my ego step aside and serve only as witness so that I may be a clear and conscious conduit for healing. Um, and when I'm doing these services, I'm completely tuned in to the energy of the person I'm working on. And I always ask permission before I do any sort of physical touch um, but typically if it's okay with the client, I start by placing my hands on or around their head and, um, just kind of tuning into their energy. Um, and then I will do a body scan, which is just me like hovering my hand, um, a few inches away from the body and just seeing if I can pick up on any blockages. Personally, um, what indicates a blockage to me is I will often feel like warmth or a prickling sensation in my palm. Like I've said in the past, I'm incredibly sensitive to energy, but I will always go back with um, my pendulum, which is just like a spiritual tool to kind of 
guide you in the right direction. Um, and I do like a second check of all the chakras. And once I have located the blocked chakras, I draw symbols and allow my intuition to guide the way. So each service looks completely different for every person. I always end up yawning a lot during this part of the service though. And to me, it kind of just tells me that the energy is moving. Um, and I've had a lot of really cool moments during energy services. Um, one of my favorites was with a friend of mine and she just did a Reiki add-on. So we were at the shampoo bowl and um, I was working on her heart chakra and my hand was just over her chest. I was kind of just, you know, feeling what was going on. And it was so cool because I, I felt very in sync. My heartbeat was like very um, pronounced. And I just got this visual of like ocean waves crashing and just like this methodic, like, I don't know, like organized chaos, maybe I'm not sure, but it was just so like free flowing and wild and passionate and just, mm, okay, I can't, it was wonderful. And then just like to feel that as well, so magical. Um, so yeah, I... I love this. Um, to end a service, typically I place my hands on or around the feet or ankles and I call all parts of you back into this time and space. I will thank our guides, our ancestors, beings of the highest vibration uh, for their presence and release them. And I always encourage everyone to like take their time getting up because getting up from a meditative state feels like waking up from like the best nap ever. Um, and a lot of people don't wanna come back. I, at least I never do. So um, after the service is done, I typically share anything that came up for me um, with the client and we spend a moment in connection about the experience. Um, in my experience, clients have felt a new sense of peace, stillness, power, and clarity after an energy work service, which just makes my heart so happy to, um, to hear. And just the ability to hold space for healing is pretty freaking magical. So if you are interested, I think you should reach out. I'd love to hold space for you. Um, and just go all woo-woo on your ass. So yeah, I guess that's the tea on all things woo-woo that happen in the salon. Um, obviously, I do not force my personal woo-woo agenda on anyone, but I'm always eager to share in moments of connection with anyone who may be interested. At the end of the day, um, every service is curated to each individual's needs. And I try my best to create a place of peace for every person that walks through my door. So to me, it's much more than just a color service or a haircut or a job. It's a moment of connection and hopefully, or at least the goal is that you leave feeling empowered and confident and with a full heart. So I hope you all enjoyed today's little inside scoop into my woo-woo approach to hairstyling. Um, okay, love you, bye.